Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, just want to give a quick update. YouTube had some policy issues that I messed up on with the video, so they shut down the video feed. But don't worry, we're going to find a way around it. I have an announcement to start this episode, so I apologize for any convenience if you are a YouTube listener. But uh, we are going to find a way to make sure to get you exactly what you want. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, John Chapman. And in case you missed it, which none of you did, let's be honest, the 49ers remain unbeaten 6-0 and after coming up with a weird touchdown-less game, I guess is the right way to say that, against the Washington Redskins. So the 49ers stay 6-0. and and lots of great things to get to today. What we're going to be doing, we're going to have an offensive breakdown. We're going to get into snap counts, pressures allowed, how Jimmy Garoppolo did versus the Blitz, versus not the Blitz, all those different things. And we're about to get into some game footage as well, so I'm going to have that up for you very, very shortly. But I do want to take a second, and again, uh, I'll talk about this just a little bit at the end of the podcast today. Um, first off, if you've never joined us, welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast, uh, your one-stop shop for all things 49ers, and for articles as well, head over to NinersRush.com. We've got several articles up uh, breaking down the recent victory over the Redskins as well. If you're into reading the written stuff, we've got some great writers putting out some great work, but several of you guys have asked me, how can we get more? Um, the whole goal of the 49ers Rush podcast is to put everything into the podcast. You know, we launch a brand new website. We've got graphics up like this. We're going live across Twitch, YouTube, um, all that more. Uh, Obviously, we are going to be working. Um, I have my very first test run with the national broadcast where we're going to get that out to you, where if you want to listen to me and my partner, Del DeMont, over at Eat Sleep Fantasy, broadcast 49ers games. We are testing that Thursday night. So uh, barring all things, hopefully by this week, we will have that ready for this week. But uh, we'll have to see how this goes. A lot of new technology stuff. Not my strong suit for sure. However, we were asked, or at least I've been asked several times, if people want to support the podcast, what's the best way? And several people have asked, 
can we tune in live to your film breakdowns, which I do a lot of that. Now go ahead and um, let, let's transition over now just so we can see some of the film stuff that we got. Now, here's the issue, okay? The NFL does not release their coaches film, all 22, where you can see all 22 players at the same time and or end zone view where you can see behind the offense and defensive line so you can see blocking angles with the quarterback sees all that. They don't release that stuff until two days after the game. So it's still not out yet. It's out tomorrow. Um, now, they asked if they could turn in live to that. Now, I cannot put that stuff out on the internet. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this anyway, but whatever. So what I've been asked to do by a few of you, and if you don't want to do this, please do not do this. But I have set up a Patreon account where... Um, it's $8 a month. If you don't want to do it, nothing is going to change in this podcast. Everything will stay the exact same. However, um, with whatever money we raise, it's going straight to the podcast. Uh, I've got some kind of big grandiose plans with some things going on, um, some updated equipment, things like that. Uh, I, I don't receive money. I put everything that we do from sponsorships to whatever else back into the podcast. So if you want to help us out, head over to NinersRush.com. There's a Patreon button where you can click on it. It's $8 a month year-round, and what you're going to do is basically like you're buying NFL Game Pass, but it's going to be with my uh, connotations over it. So it's going to be a much more raw breakdown where every week, whenever I go through the offense and defensive film, uh, you can join me live, or I'll put that up on the Patreon account if you want to watch it later, and you will get every single play of the 49ers throughout the whole entire year. Um, and again, going through their coaches film, breaking down what exactly I'm looking at. It's almost going to be like whenever I was coaching and you're one of the players and we're breaking down film after a game and we're paying attention to scheme, um, what we missed, who did well, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be like the podcast, but much more adept and much more, um, it's going to be a lot longer. I want to be honest. It's going to be a lot more raw. So it's not going to be a finished product, uh, kind of the way the podcasts are, but it's going to be a lot more. So, and you can go at that at your own pace because you'll have access to those videos. Um, so again, you can head over to Patreon, just type in 49ers Rush Podcast, it'll pull up, or NinersRush.com, and then click on the Patreon. That's all the money again is going into the pod. And like I said, it is year round. So, um, once the 49ers game ends, if you guys have been with us for three-plus years since we've been doing this bad boy, you know draft coverage is kind of my thing. So I will be breaking down all draft footage and prospect as I fill out my big boards and all that. You're going to have all those videos as well. So uh, trying to stay ahead of the game, cutting edge, everything with the 49ers Rush podcast. We I don't want to do anything that everybody else is doing. I, I want to constantly make this podcast better, and I think this is one of those ways that we can do that. Um, everything is free on here. If you just want to continue listening to the podcast or watch our live coverage on Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, Twitter, that's not changing. Four times a week throughout the season, none of those things are changing. So if that's not your thing, no problem. But for literally $2 a week, you're going to get access to NFL Game Pass for 49ers, which it costs way more than that. Uh, so again, that is there for you. Now, let's jump into this week because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, the pro football focus grades are out, and man, they were quite interesting. Uh, <laughs> and again, if you guys have questions, please, please, please uh, throw whatever you have up wherever you're listening up there. But here's what's crazy. You walk away from the 49ers game and you're thinking Nick Bosa is one of the best players in the NFL, at least I am, just the way that he is just manhandling everybody, four tackles for loss and a sack in this game. 
But according to Pro Football Focus, you know, he ranked number seven. I, I was really, really surprised. I was expecting an elite level grade, which is 90 and above, but he didn't hit that for them. We'll talk a little bit about why, but let's jump into right off the bat, the top five and bottom five, and then we're going to jump through some of these questions. So the number one rated player, according to Pro Football Focus, on the offensive side, um, here's the deal. (laughs) Jeff Wilson Jr., he got eight snaps. Doesn't matter. His eight snaps was very efficient. A lot of people were really, really upset at the goal line touch where they ran the end around to George Kittle, and he slipped. It worked earlier in the game at midfield. They tried to do it again at the goal line, and unfortunately the field conditions kind of got the victory there. But a lot of people were like, man, if we have Jeff Wilson, who's one of the best, I don't want to say best, but we I think that we can say efficient just because he had so many touchdowns early on. Um, but he graded at an 83.2, 10 points higher than everybody else. But again, Eight total snaps, so very small sample size. Now, the next one, this is the best news that 49ers could have for now and the future. Just in school, back up left tackle. If you listen to the immediate reaction show, I kept saying school had a hell of a game. He graded out as 72.6 with an 84.7 pass blocking grade. Played all 64 snaps, and he was wonderful. He did give up one sack. I wouldn't really attribute it to him. They did, but school played wonderful, and again, We're not too far away. Uh, I think we only have two games, maybe one game only, without uh, Joe Staley. His target return is Halloween night, which is next Thursday, against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We have the Carolina Panthers this week, and then we are moving forward with our division opponent. So this could be the last game where we have one of our perennial kind of right and left tackle in there, which would mean when when Staley comes back, he's going to be at left tackle. You move school over to right tackle and happiness happiness things are going to get so much better because and again I don't want to jump ahead too much right now but Daniel Brunskill had a terrible game Um, it did not go well George Kittle ranked third with a 71.3 grade it's crazy to think he only had three catches all three were for huge first downs two of them on third down receptions Whatever catch he makes, it just looks like an all-star catch. There's no easy anything for George Kittle. He is just a lunch pail, tough, hard-nosed player, and the catches he made in the rain were wonderful. Three catches on five targets. He received the most targets of anybody for the 49ers. We, we didn't throw the ball that much. Lakin Tomlinson received the fourth highest grade with a 70.7. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, a 70.4 despite the interception. Um, what he did with his feet in maintaining third down efficiency to keep the drives going was nothing short of amazing. And it's so weird to me how much Twitter and even a lot of the faithful, I don't, I don't know if I want to call them faithful, but casual 49ers fan hate Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, maybe it's just because we've lost for so long they have to have something to complain about, but I don't understand how you constantly complain and tear down a guy that's 14-2 and two as a starter. He's just somebody that wins. He gets it done in key moments, and he doesn't cost his team the game. The interception was a bad throw. He didn't look off the safety, but that was on fourth and long at midfield. You didn't want to punt it there, so they took a shot, and I love that he gave a, a shot. He, he gave Dante Pettis a shot. Uh, he didn't come away with it, but I want somebody that's going to fight 
And I want somebody that's going to give their players a chance, especially on situations like fourth down. One of the worst things that could happen is whenever it's fourth and long or you're at the end of the game and time's about to expire and you get sacked or you just get tackled. Like that is, it's a lack of awareness. And Jimmy Garoppolo is nowhere near that because he is always giving up uh, those things. And yeah, that made his stats look awful. I get it. But he gave his players a chance to succeed. And the fact that it was intercepted deep, it was almost like a punt. It was better that it was intercepted. However, he had a great return. Now, if he would have been tackled whenever he intercepted it, uh, Troy Apke, then that would have been like a punt. But he had a great return on that. Anyway, so... um, Real quick, let's pause for a second and jump over to some questions. I'm seeing a lot of stuff building up, which is wonderful. Uh, Real quick, here we go. What does your knowledge about all these wide receiver rumors? I think we're going after one. Yes, we will be going after one. Now, gosh, how do I say this without being Jason? I'm just going to be okay. Jason Lockadfora of CBS Sports is the insider that said the Niners have officially reached out for wide receiver help. Now, when you when you get these breaking reports, I'm not saying that they haven't. I'm not trying to contradict what uh, Jason Lockfor has said. Not trying to do that at all. However, there is Adam Schefter, and then there is everybody else. Okay, Adam Schefter says something that is legit, and the next player, Ian Rappaport, says something that is legit. Jay Glazer says something that is legit. But once you start getting down to guys like Jason Lockefeller, who's this new insider trying to break in, and I think that he's a great, his written work is great. I think he does great stuff, but I also think his accuracy has not been uh, stellar, to say the least. Now, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm saying teams might leak certain things to him to try to get the ball rolling on transitions, and he'll report anything. So. Are the wide res- are the 49ers in a wide receiver market? Yeah, I believe they are. Uh, you don't have to look very hard. And once uh, three of the worst-rated players, Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin, and Jordan Matthews, those were the three worst-ranked offensive players for the 49ers. Now, a lot of that has to do with uh, the weather, trying to make cuts out in space and tripping on routes and things like that, whatever. Dropped passes for Marquise Goodwin, even though he only played seven snaps. Jordan Matthews played three. But that's going to be rough. Dante Pettis' numbers were so low because that interception happened when he was targeted. Pro Football Focus punishes that big time on the grades. Pettis got some good blocks on the outside, but I would not say that he had a good game. I do agree with the poor rating there, but perhaps not as bad as it is. I won't be surprised if a wide receiver is traded for. Uh, If I had to make a bet, it's going to be a wide receiver that's in their last contract year and a team that's already out of the running. So you are talking about the Falcons, which is just a clear... Uh, Mohamed Sanu makes the most sense because he knows the Kyle Shanahan system. He can play all three wide receiver spots very similar to Marquise Goodwin and Dante Pettis. Uh, He could step in and start day one. Now, is Mohamed Sanu an excellent wide receiver one? No, he's not. But he is one of those people that can do it all, whether it's blocking. uh, Obviously, trick plays. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league from the wide receiver position, and he just fits exactly what we want. Now, A.J. Green is the best player. However, you're going to have to pay up pretty big to get A.J. Green. Uh, Not saying we could not get him, but a third-round pick plus 
are we willing to spend that for somebody that's, you know, 31 years old, uh, lots of injuries? You know, 49ers fans love to complain about injuries, and I'm with you. The best ability is durability. This guy hasn't had it. Uh, he's still not ready from that high ankle sprain, but it seems like he'll be back next week. I would prefer, if I had my choice, uh, I would take A.J. Green, but the price is going to be so much more. You're going to have to pay a third plus, and then you're going to have to pay him if you want to keep him. He's going to cost. So is he just a one-year rental, see what happens, and then keep him? Uh, I don't know. A.J. Green is definitely the best. Emmanuel Sanders has been out there a lot. Obviously, the relationship between the Broncos front office, John Elway and John Lynch is wonderful. Um, so that those are two teams that could do a deal. But again, you've got to look at kind of these bottom-dwelling teams that have been struggling that are just trying to build for the future already. I really do hope we make a move, but I don't want a huge headline. Um, if we give up more than a third, I'm going to be pissed off for whoever we get. Um, now, if it's somebody like Odell Beckham, which has 0% chance, whatever, that's another thing. But it's something to keep in mind, and you just gotta, you've got to be able to weigh who is giving the information. So just take that into heart, <laughs> into account, and, and chill out a little bit as we go through this process. But some moves should be made. I would not be surprised if we send some D lineman for a pick or more back, just because we have so much depth there. Um, we've di- we've done that in the past, but we'll see what happens. All right, I don't think that the hit on the quarterback by Solly was bad hit. Um, he hit him in the shoulder. Yeah, a lot of people keep saying that, and I went back and watched it. Uh, his he he hit the face mask with his helmet. Um, he did hit him in the shoulder as well, but it was just. I love Solomon Thomas. I really, really do. I'm rooting for him. I hope he continues to start. And I don't think a lot of people are out there already saying, "Look, Julian Taylor did such an amazing job," and he did. Julian Taylor played six snaps. Um, so he's been inactive, healthy scratch for so long. He comes out, he makes such a huge impact in only six plays. He gets a fourth down stop and then the fumble recovery as well. So hopefully his snaps increase. I would prefer for Julian Taylor to take DJ Jones's job. I like DJ Jones, but the upside of Julian Taylor is it's up there. Uh, we need that nose, that big defensive tackle presence. But if I, if I was coaching and determining snaps right now, Sheldon Day snaps are going down. Um, DJ Jones snaps are going down. Solomon Thomas snaps should be the starter. And then Julian Taylor should be the first one off the bench at that big uh, defensive tackle position personally. That, that's just mine. Uh, and again, I don't think that Solomon Thomas's hit was dirty. I don't think it is. But it doesn't have to be dirty in today's NFL. Their entire premise is keeping quarterbacks in the game. And if you look around the NFL, there's how many? Eight different quarterbacks that have been knocked out so far across the NFL. So it you have to throw out of your mind the way the current NFL rules are. It has nothing to do with dirty or even violent anymore. What they want to do is for people to get hits on the quarterback and then keep him safe and you can kind of see that with the weight distribution on the sack if you even fall on top of a quarterback now that's roughing the passer because again it's not about violence like it used to be with the first wave of the new NFL rules to go against concussions no 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 this is 100% it doesn't have to be violent doesn't have to be dirty just has to be anything that could hit hurt the quarterback that's going to be flagged every time. And it's across the NFL. There, there are so many penalties out there, and it is frustrating, but you have to understand where you are, and then you have to be able to adapt to what's going on. Um, 
but it's what it is. Um, let's see here. Uh, lots more questions on there. Stream got shut down on YouTube. That's no good. We're down numbers. I'm going to keep going, and uh, I'll put out there. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand what's happening there, but that's okay. Uh, we'll keep going, and we will put out this on audio. If that's not there, no big deal. So just stay with me. Um, Anyway, staying with the bottom-ranked 49ers, Daniel Brunskill, he played horrible. Uh, beating the run game consistently, beating the passing game, it was really, really, really bad. He had a 59.6. Really curious to see how he's going to play against this Carolina Panthers defense coming up. This should be his last start. Hopefully, it will be his last start. It would help us so much. Uh, Roz Dwelly, tight end, 60.4 grade. Yeah, he's struggling as well. He had that amazing catch on fourth down, which was one of the plays of the game. You'll see it in the feed here. But um, the problem was uh, he had a drop as well. So something to pay attention to there. Now, as far as snap counts go, it was really, really interesting from the wide receiver position. You know, Dante Pettis led the team in snaps again. I think we're going to continue seeing that with 59. Kendrick Bourne, his season-high snap total took place, and I think the weather determined how this was going to go because uh, 57 snaps is a lot for him, and he answered the call. He played wonderful. He had those two gigantic catches, one on third down, and then the other one where he caught it over the middle and just kept going lots of yards after the catch. Uh, staying with the wide re receiver position, Richie James got 32 snaps. He stepped in at the left wide receiver position when Marquise Goodwin went out. Um, so those two guys got a lot of snaps. Again, Jordan Matthews, three snaps, and Marquise Goodwin, only seven. Um, now, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people said that the, the feed cut out. Not quite sure what is going on there, but sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why it went down there, but it's what it is. So I do want to update just a couple things with our sponsor, MyBookie. Man, I hope you bet with us last week. We hit big on that parlay. I am doing some research moving forward with what's going on um, in the upcoming lines. And so here we go. This is what I got to say. MyBookie.ag, it's the premier place to bet in all of your favorite pro or college football action every weekend. There's always the most up-to-date uh, lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. It's not close. I really do love MyBookie and they already have the lines out for the 49ers game this week, even though um, they're still Monday Night Football. So the Carolina Panthers are traveling all the way to the 49ers, and as of now, the line is the 49ers are minus 5.5. So, uh, again, the Vegas money line continues to shift to the 49ers. The big bettors, they're putting their money down there. Now, the over-under is at 41. So, and again, usually what you want to pay attention to is two things. Home team loses three points. So if this was at a neutral field site, Vegas and the money is saying two-and-a-half-point favorites the 49ers are, almost a field goal. I don't think that the line is going to stay there. The line is going to grow. It's minus five-and-a-half now, but I'm telling you right now, that line is not going to stay there. So if you are wanting to bet the line, um, <laughs> you're wanting to bet the spread, you got to get on there pretty quick because that number is going to grow. It's probably going to finish at uh, minus 6.5 to minus 7. So if you're wanting to jump in early, I'm telling you right now, three weeks in a row, the number has continued to skew t away from the 49ers because everybody is taking the 49ers. Now that spread is pretty, pretty deep. If you look at what the Panthers have done, and again, I'm going to get back to um, 
you know, an entire breakdown and scouting report of the Panthers. But uh, just a quick overview. They play everybody close. So expect a close game. I do expect the 49ers to remain unbeaten this week, but it's going to be a hell of a game. Now, the money line is the way that I would go, which is where if you bet that, you're betting that they will just win outright. You're not getting any points or whatever. That's my early bet that I've already put on. It's minus 260. But that's with my bookie. So if you haven't set up an account with us yet, I'll have a parlay and some prop bets as they come out later on during the week. But I am telling you this right now. Um, head over to mybookie.ag. You use promo code 49ers49ERS, and we will have more for you throughout this week. But we have done really, really well over there. So uh, pretty excited about what's going on with my bookie. just because, uh, one, they listen to it, which is great. So they've set up a lot of different props that are fun to go through. Now, Let's head over real quick to just how did Jimmy Garoppolo do versus the uh, Blitz, and how did he do whenever he had no pressure whatsoever, okay? He was only blitzed eight times in this game. Now, he only dropped back 25 times, so it wasn't a very heavily pass uh, game. Now, he ran several times of those dropbacks, but he was blitzed eight times, and whenever he was blitzed, he finished four for seven for 56 yards, and his interception was off the blitz. I don't think that the interception had so much to do with the pressure. Um, He was trying to force something to happen on fourth and long, and it just didn't come up that way. Now, whenever he had no pressure whatsoever, he finished nine for 17, 130 yards, so take for that uh, what you will. Now, he continues to hit his sweet spot. His sweet spot is in between the numbers, further than 10, shorter than 20. That little grid right in the middle of the field, right before the safeties drop back, that's his sweet spot. He goes 4 for 6, 97 yards, had 109 quarterback rating targeting that one specific area. Um, it's it's just where he, he loves to throw the ball, right over the middle. And it just shows you how important Western Richburg is because as long as that guy is there and keeping people out of his face, um, good things are going to happen for sure. Now, a um, <laughs> couple things that I do want to talk about. Again, just a couple injuries. Make sure you pay attention to the IR rules. Now, anybody that was put on IR beforehand, okay, before we set up our initial 53, they can't come back. So Sean Coleman can't come back. Uh, a couple people asked me about that. He's done. He cannot play for the 49ers this year no matter what. Same thing with Jarek McKinnon, right? He's, he's done. Now, if we look at the other players, again, Mike McGlinchey and... Joe Staley not on IR, so they don't count against those two spots. The wide receivers and the defensive linemen, those are huge. Jalen Hurd, Trent Taylor, and then also Contavious Street. Contavious Street went on IR right after the initial 53, so he's the one that can come back uh, the soonest. Now, if everybody stays healthy on the defensive line, I do not believe that they are going to use that um, to bring him back. Uh, the two wide receivers would be huge, and I think that's what they wanted to do. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think you're correct, Richard. They shut down our YouTube feed because I violated the NFL protocol and got caught with performance-enhancing drugs. That is correct. And this is another reason why um, you know the, the video footage that I'm putting up on YouTube is a lot of fun, and there's some certain things that i got to follow. Jason threats on there as well you are correct um but here's the thing that you've got to pay attention to and a big reason why i'm trying to shift over some of my video content to patreon is so that i can give you guys way more access to the stuff i probably shouldn't be but this is for you guys i want to do everything for you so if you weren't here for the start of the podcast again 
Kind of the big announcement is this. Head over to NinersRush.com. Click on the My Patreon. You're going to have access to so much more film and different things like that that I'm going to be able to give to you guys. And um, every single 49ers game, all of the coaching tape, and my breakdown of those things is going to be ready for you. I'll do an entire offensive video each week. I'll do an entire defensive video. And it's going to be long. So for you guys that are always begging for a longer podcast, this is going to be for you. Uh, it's just going to be you and me kind of sitting down, going through the film, highlighting the adjustments that were made by the coaching staff, who did what, and it's only 8 bucks a month, uh, at literally $2 per game to go ahead and do that. And so head over there, and if you don't want to do that, that's cool. It's, it, all the money that is donated there goes straight back into the pod. I, I'm curious to see. And also, if you do sign up for that, you get a shout-out on the pod uh, just saying thank you and how much I appreciate that. Draft coverage as well. So if I don't see any more questions, um, we're going to be back. Film comes out tomorrow morning. So really, really excited about that. Um, Hopefully, (laughs) we'll see what happens with YouTube. But we are not going anywhere. And uh, again, we have our first dry run or test run with the broadcast, the live broadcast of 49ers game. Hopefully that's going to work this week. I will be back with more information as soon as that gets processed. And just want to say thanks, guys, because the 49ers Rush podcast is growing like crazy, and I cannot do it without you guys. If you haven't already, please hit that upvote wherever you're listening, even if the video has been shut down. We'll throw up some more content very, very shortly. And again, just want to say thanks, and as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.